Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. Whoa, what a beautiful morning. Good morning, Sage. How are you doing today? Good morning, good morning. I am doing awesome. Welcome to the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast. Yes, yes. Um, with your reg- with your regular suspects. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're wanted for something or like a regular Yeah. You know how people say Yo, your regular suspects. Like. Usually I let you introduce our guests. Uh-huh. I got to do it today. Today you got to take the yeah, lead? Yeah, I, I got to do it today mm. because I want to kind of share the story oh, of the really? first, my first impression that I got from our guest. Really? All right. So we're... Okay. Our, so take it away. We're in California. Uh-huh. Right? And... We're in the sports and entertainment kind of like uh, night out, right? Uh-huh. And we're at a museum. The McCartney Museum. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm finally over. I think McCor- I'll guess I have to help you because I don't even remember the McCor- name. Oh, man. McConey? No. no. I, I can't even. I, I can't Mc- even. Pre- I can't even pronounce it. And it was Italian, too. This is yeah. shame on you. But you you know, fake Italian, I, you. He'll, he'll help me out once he, uh, once he gets on. <laughs> so we're on a bus. So the bus takes you from the convention center. Uh-huh. Right, one of these charter buses from the convention center to the museum, right? Uh-huh. And um, in you know, I I know the I know it, he he just texted. Him. I just can't <laughs> pronounce it. McConey, McCarney. I, I just can't pronounce <laughs> it. I'm just I'm an idiot right now. So we're on a bus. He's an idiot with words right and now. And he gets in right behind us because remember we missed the bus and we were yeah, on the yeah. next bus. And here I see this guy in a red bow tie. Ooh. Right? Flashy red bow tie. I'm almost positive it was red. With the love re- at first sight? But I do remember his flashy red. I'm almost positive it was a sequence. Oh, the blazer? Blazer on his oh, tuxedo. Oh, that was fire. That was literally fire. Almost positive. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> well, this guy was and is from Green Bay himself. Woo woo. Alex, the bow tie wearing, the bow tie group, <laughs> young. Good morning, Alex. How woo! you doing, buddy? Welcome. Good morning to you all. You are far too kind. Before I forget, it's Marconi. Marconi. Mark- I just couldn't Marconi. pronounce it. I couldn't pronounce all it. Together now, Marconi. 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 I thought I Marconi. had it. You are far too kind. Now, did you, you, you did you have a red bow tie on that day, or was I just? I'm I'm at least going to color coordinate, and you are correct. It was sequenced and bright and glitzy for the uh, blazer, and I will. 100% wear that any chance I get. Uh, it, it, dude, you... Uh, that I'm was not, amazing. I'm not going to lie, man. You were, you were, you were pretty stunning You were vibing with my lips. I had like red cherry lips on that night and you were definitely... I saw you I like, and I... I really hope somebody else wearing a bright red lipstick because I need to make sure I'm <laughs> Exactly. Listen, well, when I saw you, I was like, why did we think of that? Nico was like, no, I have a black on black tux, so I'm good. I was like, you know what? Facts. Oh, that night was so much fun. Oh my god, the food, the just everything, the museum, the the guest um speakers. Oh yeah, it just was... everything about sports and entertainment was amazing that night. It, it it was. And um, like I said, that he is part of the sports and entertainment. Um, you know, he's in the region of you know the the, the Wisconsin Green Bay region. And I'm guessing you're you're either a Vikings or a Bears fan, right? Hold on, fan, before right? we move forward, um, Alex, what's your what's your um, handle on social media on Instagram? Yes, yes. You are uh, one. I appreciate that. It's Alex Young Realtor, 
it's pretty easy to find. I'm going to be the guy still wearing the red blazer. So <laughs> if you go online, you see the Alexander Realtor or the Bowtie Group, you'll see my uh, shining, sparkling face. So the Bowtie Group or Alex Young Realtor, all common spelling. Um, and yeah. I, 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 let me tell you, bro, your recent social media presence, it's been on fire, man. Um, even, even the, you know, even the post that you had with the anniversary of your wife and congratulations on you and your wife on, a, right. on, a, on, a, on your anniversary, but even on the anniversary post, I'm like, damn, this really? shit is good. Yeah. You don't, you don't follow I haven't been following him, though. Are you, are you not following him. Alex? I'm just going to follow him right now. Wow. Man. I had, I I had to. I don't so, accept. No, <laughs> I know it's a Wednesday. I, I know it's early in the day, but we can only go up from here because exactly. I'm about to get a follow from the <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> you know what's great? You've been following me, so I'm following you back now. Yes, so, I am sorry. Listen, mom life takes over sometimes. You know, you go on social media. And then I have to draft it because the kid needs something or something happens. Holy shit. You know, it's crazy. Guess what? Like, what? I wasn't following him. Oh, my <sighs> God. How, okay. So how did you uh, creep one, out? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh, you know I appreciate you inviting so me on. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm following How did he creep on your stuff if he so wasn't following I follow him on my, my personal account, not the not ah. the neighborhood sellers account. So on, the, on our personal account, I follow him. But in the neighborhood sellers account, I wasn't. So... I was following him because, like I said, I how could I not see, like I said, his 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 stuff. Just like look here, this is the post his eighth year anniversary. So he's been married just as long as we have. Yeah, wow. And look, look at this. Like how fire is this? That is like that is pretty. It's like he has a media team walking around with him. I know. (laughs) But um, so as I was saying, so you're a part of the the Keller Women's Sports and Entertainment Division, just like um, I guess um, community like we are. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing you're either what a Bears fan or a Vikings fan, right? Being up in um, the Green Bay. I'm personally a fan of field hockey. Okay. And and <laughs> there's no other sports here in Green Bay. You know, we have all the wonderful summer sports for the two weeks of the year that we have summer. Yes, yes. Um, How about yeah, ice no. fishing? Are you are you a big fan of the ice fishing uh, of tournaments? Yeah. So let's let's give it some context. When you say, "Do you enjoy ice fishing?" What you're really saying is, "Do you enjoy sitting inside of a cooler, drinking beer with friends?" And in that in that answer, yes, like majority of ice fishers. But the people that take it seriously, that go to tournaments and everything else like that, man, I ain't got the patience for that. So hold on, there's tournaments for that. A hundred percent. There's to- yeah. there's tournaments for everything in life. Jesus, Mary. There's and tournaments and everything. And I, that's something that I always wanted to do. I wanted to go. You would want to do that. So I told Clint, I oh want to go to Montana to go boar hunting with him. And Ooh. boar hunting, I, I'm down for that. Alex, you're, you're down to go I boar hunting? I just pretend I can't find the deer. I, 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 I will both boar is in the animal and boar is in the feeling. So, yes, I will. <laughs> <want them both. laughs> so, let's do it. So, for the people that are, you know, just get one who wants a visual and has is not watching on YouTube. Um, so I thought it was only fitting today. You know what? I have going out your headphones today. All right. So we're You're fumbling a lot. So You're acting we're, like I'm yeah, right so now. We're shooting our TV. So we're shooting our TV show later this afternoon. And my hair, you know, I usually for the podcast, I don't put anything in my hair because the, the headphones will mess it up. So he I had have, it all slicky so the guinea look going I have <laughs> the headphones. <laughs> like I don't have the top of the headphones on the top of my head. And it's kind of falling <laughs> off. And I think it's going to get to the point that I'm going to say, forget, I, you know, I got to that point. Where I, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say forget it. 
And uh, just let it get messed up. And just get it messed up. So, um, so for the visual for people that are not watching on YouTube, I thought it was only fitting to wear my bow tie. Our yeah. neighborhood sellers uh, group. Why didn't I get one of those? The fact that you sent me that photo makes yeah. me so happy. So I, I sent them a photo, and I, you know, not realizing that I have the first two buttons on my jersey opened, <laughs> kind of looked like it was a. Um, a strip tease. Yeah, kind of look like, like a strip tease under because you have a bow tie, <laughs> the jersey not even open. Exactly. You got the pepper hanging out. You had everything hanging it's, out for him. It's a horn. No, Alex, it was just for you. It's a whatever, horn. The, cor- the horn, the pepper, whatever. It looks, first of all, it's, it's deceitful. Some of you guys sell the thingy and it's a pepper. It's what the, horn is red? It's a red horn. Oh, my Jesus, Mary. It's don't, a red horn. Don't even get me started on that. But it was only special for you, Alex, that he did it where his chest was open. He just wanted to show off his, you know. I'm probably going to have my shirt like this for you. His girl parts, too. I'm probably going to have my shirt. You know what? That's honestly, it's going to work. It's going to work for you. (laughs) But you know what? When we shoot All his videos, definitely. That's how we, that's our lead generating sources Mm -hmm. are his nipples. So. We have to put them on payroll. Honestly, it's it's what you use for mailers. It's what you use for social media video. I mean, people have done weirder things. So. You know, I'm going to announce this here on the podcast. Uh-huh. You're not recording, right? No, I'm not. Just make sure. I, I'm going to make sure you're not, no, recording. I'm not recording. So I'm going to sh- um, share this on the podcast because by the time this podcast is out, I'll already make it public and everyone will know. So it's just going to be a formality. But I'm putting it on the podcast now, which we're recording before the announcement. But I'm running for mayor in November in, uh, in Dumont, in our hometown. And yeah, no, it's, it's actually pretty exciting. And one of the things that Sasha told me (laughs) how to do, she goes, you need to take off all the videos on the social media with you wearing no shirt. I'm like, but why? That's like, that's our business. You know, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like if you look at uh, Schwarzenegger, when he ran for governor, you didn't see him take off, take out his shirt, um, the photos of him with no shirt. He's different, Nikki. Because he's shot. Like that is a hundred percent accurate comparison. Like, right. you know what? Right, so you you saying that you are like the Dollar Tree version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Yeah, but that like, is the truth. Muscles. I see them. They're there. But that that is but. the truth. So if you think about it, all right? So just take it he did he was on TV movies. Sasha and I are on TV. He was known uh, to media-wise. I'm known on social media. So if you think about it, we're both, you know, we're both the common guy running for public office. He ran as a common guy, ran and won. I, you know, I I haven't even started my campaign yet. I'm just a normal guy. So, you know, with that being said, I I see a lot of similarities. similarities, Although, I think as far as body-wise... I do have better eyes than Schwarzenegger. Oh my god! I give him. I, I'll give him everything else other than the eyes. I am the Danny I mean, DeVito. Yeah, that I have a radio. So. Yeah, so I'm the Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, DeVito. Da- Danny DeVito. DeVito. Is, I can't talk today. What is your language today? How am I going to shoot this show tomorrow or tonight? <laughs> so I'm definitely. I think it's just because Bowtie Alex. Yeah, is on. he's making me nervous. He's got you like you super nervous. I, I have that effect. We're gonna have to do some media practice, and I will. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know. Talking about it, so you know, you know, one thing that 
we, you know, we make it known to all our guests is our, our shows are not scripted, right? Everyone's like, oh, what questions are you going to ask me? I just want to get myself prepared. I'm like, nah, man, just tell me what you like. And one of the things that impressed me that you like is soccer. So, but what, and I didn't send you the text message when I, cause I'm like, you know what? This is a perfect question to ask you on the podcast. Or is it just strictly soccer at a club level or are you into the international uh, sports, uh, international soccer? One, uh, great question. Two, it is everything. A- any opportunity I have to go through and watch the sport. I just played in a tournament personally this past weekend or two weekends ago now, uh, looking at the calendar, but I will watch that. I'll watch Messi tear it up with Inter Miami here in the MLS. I'll watch Manchester How crazy. City. How crazy of a deal was that, bro? How crazy, Man, how that, crazy of a deal that? Hold on, go back to the Messi real quick. How crazy of a deal it, was that with, with the Miami? Where every, you're looking at a lot of smart business decisions yeah. that are beyond just, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a salary yeah. or I'm just going to have a sponsorship. He's in, he understands, hey, I can leverage this into ownership stakes. I mean, you look, there's uh, Tom Brady, prime example. He just bought ownership into um, uh, a team over in the U.K., Mm-hmm. At the champ, I believe at the Champions League or in the Champions League, um, you have Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney with Wrexham, and you have everybody else that's starting to dabble yeah. into do a you, sport that you know is the, the biggest in the world. What do you What do you expect? Do you know who the owner of the Seattle um, Sounders are? Is it the Sound? Drew right? Carey. Drew Carey. Man. One, no way. Yeah, Drew Carey. He's he's I think the principal owner, majority holder. Of um, of the amazing. Sounders, right? It's Seattle yep. Sounders, right? What's crazy is you now you will not see that kind of contract in any of the four major sports, where every owner is paying towards the contract for one player on a team that doesn't belong to them. So I think there's what yeah. thirty teams in soccer, or twenty eight teams in soccer, something like that, and imagine twenty nine owners paying a contract for a guy who doesn't play for you and only comes to play against you once in the season, twice in the season, but the amount of money that they'll make. But the other thing about the amount of money those teams are going to make from Messi's name, his first game, he had a game winning goal, his first fucking game. Damn. (laughs) He's already on pace to go through and set the the goal record for inner Miami. mm -hmm. Um, And it's only, he's only five games in or three games in. He's got like, five or six goals already. And he's already with, he's the second person in inner Miami's history, I believe for overall goals for that top goal score. Like that is something that's otherworldly. And you talk about the impact from the business perspective mm-hmm. when they announced formally that he was going to be oh signing God. with inner Miami, the cost of tickets went from on average between $75 up to almost 300. Yeah. Yeah, it is like it, overnight longer. before the games even started. Yep. It, it just he wasn't even on US oil yet. You know what's crazy is when David Beckham came to um Oh now you guys speak in my language. <laughs> when he when he went to LA, right? And he went to play he played for LA, right? David Beckham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when he went to LA, he had a kind of like the more or less the same kind of stir. Uh-huh. Because he was a big name, you know, Bendit like Beckham. Uh-huh. He just they just came off, you know, they just came out of the world the World Cup. Uh-huh. 
And I think that's when the World Cup really popularized him. But it was also at the end of his career. No, I think because he married a Spice Girl, that's what really popularized him. Spi- oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Scary, no, Sexy no. Spice? Yeah, Victoria uh, Beckham. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah. I mean, she, she realistically, Victoria Beckham's husband. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's the one that really put him on the chart, bro. So, but I mean, you know, you look at other international, because a lot of people, a lot of these, when you look at American soccer, the American soccer is the minor, it's kind of considered a minor league to the mega conferences, the Champion League, um, CRA, um, the, the the Spanish league, like the the, the the German leagues, like the all these leagues, the Americans can't even come and compete with them, right? So mm-hmm. if they did a Champions League and invited an American team to play in the semifinals, say, hey, listen, we know you're not going to make it through the group stages. We'll just throw you right into the semifinals. The Americans will still underperform. You know, they, they, they yeah. really, it's just, that's oh how, goodness. so, but a lot of these players just recently, Chiellini just left Juventus and went to, uh, to play in LA and LA was the stomping ground for all these players that, um, left. Big city. What's that? I said, it's the big city. When you exactly. speak with a lot of people elsewhere in the world mm-hmm. and then you ask, okay, what are some cities you can think of? Chances are it's LA, New York. Miami, mm-hmm. like the the big ones. So that tends to be the the falling grounds for a lot of it. And you're exactly right because you have the MLS not just as a minor league, but it's almost like it sounds bad, but it's it almost comes across as a retirement home for exactly. some of these major players internationally. Because you had Beckham over in LA, you had Wayne Rooney coming into uh, the greater DC area when he had played. You had Zlatan do the exact same thing, Ibrahimovic. Yep, and all these players are coming in. One, like, oh, one yeah, player, one player you you failed to mention, and Sasha was pretty much eight and a half months pregnant with our daughter. Oh yeah, that was amazing. So we're at Chelsea Chelsea Market in New York City, and we're eating tacos with our friend from LA. So our friend from LA, he's wearing his. Oh man. Is he a Barcelona fan? I think he's a Barcelona, Barcelona fan. Yeah. So he's wearing his Barcelona jersey, right? And I think I'm just wearing one of my fire department shirts. Um, you know. I was wearing a Prego's dress. And Sasha was just wearing a, <laughs> wearing a dress. So, <laughs> we're, so we're eating tacos. And I bit my, like, I kind of bit my lip and bit my lip, uh, cheek at the like, same time. In awe, I saw a god. So... I'm sitting there. Yep, I'm, I'm looking at the picture right now. I'm wearing a a, 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 a fire department T-shirt. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and I notice Andrea Pirlo walking with his wife and kids through Chelsea Market. Now nobody knows who the hell this guy is. Oh, my God. But I know who he is. He was in stealth mode. Nobody, Hank, like... Jose, Hank. He the exactly. Italian mastermind and all his beers. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now... Like, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this. This is like, I'm talk about, talking about this God. So I, I tell my cousin, I'm like, hey, you know, we just met Andre Pirlo. He touched Sasha's belly. <laughs> he was like this. He goes, I would give my wife up for a day just to talk to him. And you talk to him and he touched your wife's belly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, my cousin was so jealous. <laughs> but um, so going on to it. So we named both our kids after John Luigi Buffon, right? One of the greatest. He, which, who just retired. Yeah. 
Um, this he retired. Started? Yeah. Oh, wow. he, so we're recording this in August. So he just retired in the beginning of August or the end of July. He re- oh, wow. You know, he called his retirement. I think he's 40, goodness, like 46, 45 years old, something like that. Really? Yeah. So, so we named both our kids after Buffon. So here's Andre Pirlo, and he's like, hey, what are you guys having? And we're like, oh, we're having a girl. He goes, did you pick any names? <laughs> so I'm like, I was like, no. So I'm talking to him in Italian, right? <laughs> I'm going talking to him in Italian to saying, uh, 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 stuttering. And my friend's like, yo, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, how? Like, so I'm saying to myself, like, how am I telling this soccer god that I need both, I need my daughter after yeah, his teammate. Yeah. So we were convinced we were having a boy. So we, we, we picked... Nico is convinced. Yeah, we, well, no, no, both of us. We, we did pick up a girl's <laughs> name, which was Val- Valentina. What a beautiful name. Don't get me wrong. It was Valentina. I love that name. But, it was like, yeah, it's perfect. I promise. But at the if same time... a girl, that's definitely going to be our name. But it's also... it's also. If we find out we're having a girl, he's like, we're going back to the drawing board. Yeah, but also Valentina's... Gonna be her Valentina's name. my niece's... It's my, my goddaughter's name. No, my after, middle name. after the fact, when Bella was born, then no, she got no. that. It's, L- not, it's Lily's, not Lily's Lily's, Lily's middle name is Valentina. No, it's not. It's Bella. Bella's middle name. It's I'm, Bella's middle name. Are you sure? I think yes. it's Lily's. No, it's Bella's. I'm 100% I'll, I'll jump. I'll, that I'll check. But nonetheless, but nonetheless, she could have said, she could have said any girl's name. And I would have said, yeah, sure. Like, I, she could have said anyone's. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. You're lucky I went with Italian. I could have just like, gone Trini. She like, could have just said, hey, we're going to name her after Betty White. I'm like, yeah, been. sure. Let's call her Betty. Like, I'm cool with it. But... I could have given her a name with like all, every letter of the alphabet in it. You could have, but uh, so we, but we did is like you know we'll keep John Luigi because we're gonna call her Gigi for short, you know, or John Luigi Gigi for short because that's his nickname. So we're like, f it, we'll just go with Gigi, and then we end up going with Giovanna, and calling Gigi for we short. And I'm going with a Nikki decided. It was a group effort. Yeah. And then we end up naming our son John Luigi. That group so going on to the story is. Now, a god touched my stomach, and we would think that she would play soccer. This chick is like yeah, heavily she's into hockey. hockey. Yeah, she's she's a badass with hockey, bro. She just wants to be a goalie. She's like, I'm like, with me. I, I got a I got a deal. I got a uh, a, a chest protector for uh, you know a hundred dollars off the price just recently. I had to get her all new equipment. But so I'm telling this guy, and he goes. But you know, Andrea in the United States is a girl's <laughs> name. I'm like, dude, I, I'm saying, I'm like, I know this. So is Nicola. But like, uh, what am I supposed to say? Like, so that's what it was. Nicola but, is his government, Alex. In case you didn't know, but he despises his government name. No, Nicola. but you know, it's, I had a lot of trouble. Oh. I had a lot of trouble going to but banks that's and also stuff. His daddy's name. Yeah. It's, so, but you know, kind of moving forward the conversation, I did want to talk <laughs> to you about name topic. You know, your name. But you know, get away from soccer because I did want to ask you a question. So. Being a Green Bay Packers fan, one of the like you have, you guys have a sense of history that's second to none, right? Um, Absolutely. Oh, you know what? I just realized. Tell me oh, what no. you realized. No, I was gonna say the recording on the camera, but I remember I have to take the audio off the recording and use the audio on this. So never mind. I uh, disregard everything I was just saying. Oh, so anyway, the you guys have such a storied franchise just like our just like our um giants you know if you look at you know the back in the day giants back in the day green bay packers the bears um pittsburgh uh cowboys the 49ers i mean we have such of a, a thick okay. history right and one of the coolest traditions that you guys have in green bay um is the players riding their bicycles from 
the locker yep. room to the field, which is one of the coolest things. Really? Yeah. And these kids yep. are, are carrying the players' helmets and walking right beside them. And here they are riding, like, just, like, like, like regular, like, bike, bicycles, like, not, not no. like not mountain bikes, like like BMX, like BMX style bikes. It's the coolest things. And so, you know, with that tradition and stuff like that, like elaborate, like tell me what, what makes. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. I want to know about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, we've got, well, talking high level. So we are in the NFL, the only community owned sports yep. team. That's right. So Publicly owned. That, that by itself, we don't have the. The Packers and the organization, they don't have a direct owner to go through and report to. They have essentially us. Shareholders. Um, That's amazing. Shareholders, 100%. Uh, my wife and I are a shareholder, and there are thousands of people that are shareholders. So uh, when they... The company. For meetings and everything else like that uh, at the stadium. Wow. What was the question? No, so just going on that. So when they decide to sign a player, do you guys have... A say, a say on, the, on the salary or that you guys are just kind of quiet on that? None. We, we essentially, we, <laughs> we vote and have a board of directors and like executive team and that go through and run it. Um, Mark Murphy leading the way. We just had uh, Roy Butler join the board of directors. So we have an organization between that, that runs the actual day-to-day operations of the team itself. But mm-hmm. for any significant changes, whether it comes to renovating the stadium or making um, significant improvements to the stadium, uh, that is something that gets brought up and discussed. And actually, they will submit for, like, what, are, what is your opinion? What are your votes uh, toward uh, something that might be done? Like, we just updated uh, the stadium to make an addition really? two years ago, a year ago. Really? Um, to add additional space, and it's again we fit eighty, almost eighty-two thousand people or eighty-one thousand people. Wow. Um, Green Bay is a hundred and seven thousand people. I think people tend to forget how small a hundred and seven thousand people. Yeah, that's how it. small Green Bay is. You can literally wow. take eight, like four fifths of our population, <laughs> and fit us into the stadium. But for the, a home game. But the so, tailgating, that yeah. the ambiance, you know, you know, it's it's wild. Because if you think about our two most recent um, Super Bowl runs, it went through Green Bay. So we played, we beat uh, Brett Favre, you know, the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, the Giants inter- inter- um, intercepted his last pass as a Packer. Um, one of the coldest games in Lambeau Field. Um, yeah. I, I remember Coughlin's, are, are you seriously just taking pictures of yourself kissing? I'm taking, I'm doing boomerang. <laughs> I'm getting content. Leave me alone. So when I do get content, it's once in a blue. So I stack them. I just do it. I issue But uh, like, you remember uh, Tom Coughlin's cheeks? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were the color of your pink skirt. That's how really? cold he was. Yeah, I mean, it was no. a cold day. That was a cold, cold Coughlin game. Coughlin was my homie. Oh. And that was the Manaham catch on the, uh, that was the Super Bowl that, you know, after wow. that, they went to no. They played San Francisco. Eli got the got the crap beat out of them in San Francisco, and yeah. then they went ahead and beat um, uh, Green Bay. I mean, I'm sorry, um, New England with the Manningham catch. Mm. Um, no, no, it was. I'm sorry, it wasn't the Manningham. It was the Tyree catch, the Hummer catch, and then the Giants. Mm. Then in 2011, beat Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? I'm kind of glad you mentioned Mark Murphy, because when Mark Murphy started, he started what in 2007. Yeah, he, he, 
I think we tend to think that 2007 is such a long time ago, and it really isn't. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. so he started in 2007. In 2000, what, in 2007 or was it 2008, you guys had one of the most iconic trades from your team. Was that in eight, seven or eight? With uh, uh, I want to say it's 2008, right as it was starting. So. Yeah, it was 2008. So we're talking about the Brett Favre trade to the Jets, and which kind of mm-hmm. brings me up because last night was the first episode of the Hard Knocks with the Jets, which I'm a type of good person. Like, I can't watch week to week. I need to let the week start so I can start kind of watching, binge watch it, the binge watch yep. it. So I can't watch it. Like in, so you can binge watch it? Yeah, okay. binge watch it. So <laughs> last night was the first episode of the Hard Knocks with the um, – with the Jets. Uh-huh. So Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, their birthdays are two months apart as far as month-wise, right? Okay. So Aaron was born in December. Brett Favre was born in October. Oh, Libra? Look Both at of them were traded to the Jets at the age of 39. Now, Alex, I'm going to ask you a question. At this stage of both their careers, at the age of 39 and both their careers, in your opinion... Who was or is a better quarterback? Mm. Oh, and that's like trying to go through and say, okay, what's your favorite pizza topping? I mean, right? the fact that we have pizza is something to be Jalapeno. celebrated. But Pineapple. if I were to go through, and I will, I will go on the record on this one. Given the style of play and how it has changed, I like the style of play more of far, but I like the overall results that Rogers delivers. So okay. I'd have to lean towards that. Um, listen. And, and oh, wow. Listen, uh, Favre was so a... So you're f- a politician. So, so Favre- you went to Switzerland. Okay, I, see, I hear you. So, so, like I said, this is media practice. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's helping me out. But um, so Favre was a first ballot Hall of Famer. We know that we know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, when he gets... It's just he's a given. So I want to give you some of the stats, right? So as far as games played, Brett Favre played approximately uh, 15 more games. So one additional season then. I don't know. I would go at Favre's. You think Favre, right? Yeah. So, I would definitely and, go and, at Favre's. Not because of not the style or anything or anything like that. I just feel like I like Favre's Well, listen, an NFL player. then was a harder lead to play in than an NFL now. So now, yeah. like, back then, a 4,000-yard thrower <clears throat> was hard to find. True. Right, because every because then it was more of a running league, and now four thousand yards you should be able to do in your rookie season. You know, True. I think um, you know Stafford was like one of the first ones that had five thousand yards and stuff like that. But oh, wow. um, so I, I I agree with Alex. I would exactly say say the same answer. Mm. As far as a better player, I think it's Favre, but a better. I guess a better showman or whatnot would be Rogers, right? So here's a couple of stats. You know, so we'll go Favre has one more season, right? So as far as completions, um, Favre has almost 400 more completions, right? Um, his rate, his completion percentage is a little bit lower, 61% compared to 65%. Um, but yards, Favre threw for almost 62,000 yards, 61,655. Oh, wow. Compared to Aaron Rodgers, nearly 60,000. That's 59,055, right? But then you look at touchdowns. And Favre, Favre has the record, I think, has for the most interna- interceptions thrown. 
No. Yeah. But he's also one of the hardest throwing quarterbacks in history. Really? Like this guy. He's throwing the left ball. Yeah, 100%. And we're talking. How many Hail Marys each one of them did? Well, I mean, I, you know, I think Rodgers is more known for his Hail Marys really? and his offsides. Mm-hmm. Now, Rodgers is a very smart player. Right? I don't want to take that away from him. I wouldn't him. say smart. as strategic. But uh, the thing is, his eyes are open. And if he knows that he can get someone, get the uh, the defense called on offsides, he'll throw the offsides. He'll call the, he'll call, you know, you'll call it, you know, silent snap. You'll get the snap off and then throw a deep ball and hope for a pass into interference or. Very a, opportunistic. A very opportunistic. So if you think about it, he's very smart in that aspect. Very sure. smart, right? We were listening to something where they were saying that, um, when they traded to get him, when they traded to get Rodgers, it wasn't just as a player, it was as a coach as well. Because he's so good at helping a his mentor. team understand, exactly, but, helping his team understand the plays that he's doing and things like that. But I, I'm glad you're saying that question, Sasha, because I was going to ask Alex this. Oh. What was Favre's, go back to when Favre was playing, what was his thing with Rodgers, his mentorship? Was it in existence? Was it existence? Was it, did it even, like, what was that like in, in 2005 to 2008? Oh. Those three years. A lot that- of it, a lot of it really came off as big brother, little brother, mm-hmm. where oh, the little amazing. brother is kind of around like, hey, I'm, I'm good. I deserve to be here, but I'm not big brother yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to be learning around. I'm going to be studying and trying to take what I can and then find a way to make it my own. Because I mean, fire of, We've been very blessed and very fortunate. Oh my God, uh, you guys have. At our overall time period of how many quarterbacks we've had over the last three decades. So just just to put it in context, uh, from so, ninety, so from ninety two, right? So I think Favre started you guys what ninety two or ninety four, something like that. So basically, for basically thirty years, they never had to worry about a quarterback. What? Uh, outside Except of like outside of an scenarios where you had Matt Flynn step in for injuries and stuff yeah. like that, but no, you pretty much had either Farber Rogers that entire time period. Wow, for that's thirty amazing. years, for thirty years, like just. Im- but who was the backup to the backup? But did, that, that, did that person ever have to step out on the field? They never needed one, a backup to a backup. Really? No. So Jordan. Wow. So even as a backup, you had Aaron Rodgers for three years sitting the bench for for Favre. I, you know, I'm I'm sorry. So, so I got I, back. Uh, so I gotta cut you off really. Yeah, I, I got caught looking. So Sasha's wearing a kind of like a mini skirt. Yeah. So I kind of my skirt. So I kind of eyeballs rolled out. <laughs> I was all in my skirt real quick, Alex. I had to put him. I had to remove his eyeballs. <laughs> put him back where the belongs. So I man, focus, focus. Yeah, no, right? I, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to focus. He started fumbling. You heard that? He started. started even if, if you think, hold on, hold on. Go, go, go. When so that goes back to like. When we say, when we talk about real estate, when we talk about everything, mm-hmm. back to the foundation yeah. in which, like we say, just like with um, real estate, the mentorship, the the time that you take to learn things and learn it the right way, in the long run, mm-hmm. yeah, it takes a little bit longer, but in the long run, it pays off. Yeah. And yeah, you look at mentorship, you're like, ah, uh, I don't want to pay for a coach. I don't want to this. Oh, I, I don't need a mentor. I know what I'm doing. I can fly solo. I've been in the business two weeks now. I know ex- everything I'm doing. Whereas Rogers, you you guys said he sat on the bench what three years as a backup yeah. and learned the fundamentals and everything but, from uh, from an amazing athlete himself, and look at where he's at today. But they, because of his but they also have the same thing going on right now with love. So what is the relationship with uh, with Rogers and Love? Was it this, was it kind of the same bro- uh, big brother little brother thing or no? 
I would say so. I think the only difference is the fact that the style of play and them as players are pretty drastically different. I mean, we the way the league's being played now, if you do not have an incredibly quick and mobile quarterback, yeah. it very much limits your offense. And that is something that we're making that transition to. We've had Favre, who, let's be real, is not the uh, quickest horse in the stable. But he, had Rogers, he didn't need to. He, was, he didn't need to. He was the same thing yeah. like with like Peyton and Eli and um, and Tom. Like, yep. and, and the only, I mean, outside of Steve Young in that uh-huh. era, because you had Steve Young and you had Cunningham. Alex, are you related to Steve Young? Uh, believe me, I would say when 100%. I was younger, but I not. <laughs> but if you think about the era where Brett Favre came in, uh huh. You, you only had Randall Cunningham, you had Steve Young, and it was actually Steve yeah, Young, the Warren Moon. Warren Moon. I mean, and uh, what's his name? And um, and uh, yeah, Warren Moon. Because I was going to say the, the Houston Oilers, and you said uh, uh, Warren Moon. Those were your scrambling quarterbacks. Those were your yeah. Michael Vicks. Really? Those were, yeah, those were your... And nobody likes Michael Vick. They don't like when he plays But I, Mike, I know. When but, he's in the pocket and playing like that. But Michael Vick... Everybody has a vendetta out for him. I don't understand why. But Michael... Because the whole dog thing. But, he's amazing. But, I like yeah. him a lot. But Michael Vick was there's a, very... There's a difference between him as a person and him as a player. 100%. 100%. Him as a player, I like him as a player, but I don't like the team. I don't. I didn't like the team he played for. Listen, we're Giants fans, right? We don't like the Eagles. Um, but, but Sash, he's a, he was more he of a Falcon. He's a phenomenal... But he was a Falcon more than he was an Eagle ever. Uh, true. I, and but he, when he was, I was deep into football was when he was But you also Eagle. have to understand the team that he was playing on. You had Chip Kelly, who just came out of Oregon, who had the best offense for, I think, the four or five seasons that he was there in Oregon. And he had this RPO offense where, you know, it was the run-pass offense. And now he's the head coach of the Eagles. And you have the perfect quarterback for that system who just got out of jail playing for you. So <laughs> it was just a perfect relationship that just really didn't ever developed. But you had Chip uh, Kelly. And the thing is, Chip Kelly couldn't make it in the pros, and they ended up leaving going back into college. Um, but, you know, you, you, had to, you have to have this kind of thought of who the quarterback in the relationship is. You know, like, with that being, like, with, like, pretty much with that being said, like, in those years that you had Favre and Rodgers, you had Matt Flynn, and um, Brett Hudley, right? And both those quarterbacks, yeah, and both those quarterbacks had good seasons. Were throwing sixty percent of their passes. Sixty percent is a phenomenal number. You're getting so as a quarterback hyped right now, like so no, hyped right now. I, you know, I, are you screaming in Alex's ear? Alex, is he screaming in your ear? Unfortunately not, but I've been inside <laughs> Lambo enough and around enough screaming fans where it doesn't save me. <laughs> but he's getting so passionate. So right you know, now. like it, it now. So. With Rogers coming here to New York, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you guys know the trade. Dad's on his nine mil uh, mansion. Yeah. Rogers, I could have helped you. Not with that, yet, bro. Nine, nine, nine point five. Nine point five. And this yeah, is. I could have helped. Him. Alex, you should have connected that. We could have definitely helped him with that. You know, and I reached yeah, out. Yeah, here in Green Bay. I don't know if he's renting out to anybody or or how it's he's not hurting for all the different properties he understands the value of real estate he, he sure. probably ha- he's probably gonna make one of those like a spiritual farm over there <laughs> but uh you know i reached out to his i reached out to his uh representative camp saying that we can help him out and um they end up using you know they end up using uh, you know the people that they use and they went so public after they did it they, those realtors went so public really something that i would yeah. never have done <laughs> No, why would no. why they why they do that? Because I, we need discreetness it, until the client is ready to do anything or and, say anything. And 
Rogers is not a person that is all about attention. Wow. He's Rogers is Rogers, a very, you learned your lesson. He's a discreet kind of guy, right? Am I, am, am, I, uh, am I misrepresenting that? He's a he's a discreet kind of guy, right? He he likes the privacy aspect. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. And these two real it was a boutique real estate company and they, obviously. And they um they they solicit the crap out of it. They they just recently posted something just them. Like they paid us no. Yeah, they paid a site um advertising it. But the thing is, like, Montclair is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful town. It really is. But, like, when you're dealing with certain mm-hmm. people, certain clientele, I'm sorry, that's just not something you do until the client is well, like, listen, ready to, you know, divulge. We, listen, we, we, we know the horror stories just being in the field. Absolutely. But now, as going to the trade, the Jets, I mean, the Packers robbed the Jets with, with yeah. the Rodgers trade. You, really? Yeah, that was a big that was a big bill that the Jets are going to be footing. Do you remember what they got for Bar, uh, Favre? Because if you don't, I, I do remember. I, I do remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna default to you because all right. So you the, won, you are far more into it than I am. I so, <laughs> so Jets traded for Favre was a conditional fourth round pick. If he made fifty percent of the snaps, you would get a third round. The Jet uh, the Packers would get a third round pick. So they got a third round pick for a guy that we unanimously said on this podcast was a better player at the same age, right? Yeah. And throw out more passes and all that. They got a conditional fourth round that turned into a third round pick. The Jets just paid for um, for Rodgers. They gave him a first round pick. First round, second round, sixth round, yep. conditional yep. for what? next year. Yep. Yeah. So the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. Damn. They, got, they, they swapped the 15th and the 13th pick. Right, and they got the hundred and seventy pick. The Packers got the forty second pick, and they got the two hundred seventh pick. So, like, wow. like they got basically more equity and the thirteenth pick. And do you, who did you guys pick in the first round with the Jets pick? Oh, God, for twenty for this current one, yeah. You know, I'll look it up while while uh, Sasha. Um, I'm Sasha right now. Oh yeah, Lucas Ness. I'm sorry, Lucas Ness, the the behemoth of a linebacker. Oh yes, yes, yes. What's his name? I, I, Luke Van Ness. Lucas Van Ness. He's from mm-hmm. Iowa. Good Midwestern, just hard worker. We we've got some real talent that we draft. I mean. If there's one thing we've done very good at over the last few years, it's picking out some of these just great, high-quality defensive players. But on the flip side, we've done a relatively good job in free agency as well the the past probably five years. You know, you guys had, you know, the uh, – what was it, the priest? No, no, it wasn't the priest. Uh, it wasn't the priest's nickname. The pastor, right? Is that his nickname? Oh yeah, the, Reggie. Reggie White. It was it the pastor. Oh well, yeah, Charles Woodson was done Charles the same Woodson. way. Yep, Charles Woodson. You know, Charles Charles Woodson is the only defensive Heisman Trophy winner. No, really, right? It's, I find that hard to believe. Is it wow. Charles? Is it Charles Woodson? Um, only. I mean, the guy. The guy is a, a beast, and one he also has a whiskey line and a wine line that are both pretty decent. So, also a fan. So. I, I'm almost po- oh, wow. I, I'm almost positive it was Charles Woodson. Uh, 
on defense. They only, on what's his name? Um, yeah, Charles Woodson, only defensive player to win the Heisman. Wow. Only, and this guy was just phenomenal. You know, it's it's crazy because we're talking about the real estate. You know, with Rogers here, what is the real estate like out in Green Bay? Like, what is the market? The market here is just stupid. Like, oh it's goodness. just stupid. We just we just had a lease sign, a four thousand dollar lease sign, <sighs> and it went over asking on a lease uh, with multiple applications. They're doing oh. finals on leases, and yeah. they're doing open houses on, le- um, we, on leases. Yeah, we just had an open house. We just had <laughs> we, we just recently had an open house for that, for, is, that is fascinating because it is grossly different. Uh, here in Northeast Wisconsin. So one, we don't really have a leasing market at all. Like really? it is next to nothing. Um, everything here is either uh, small mom and pop rentals or a couple smaller complexes that mm-hmm. are being rented out. Granted, it's still competitive. And we are as Northeast Wisconsin, about 18,000 homes short, um, which again, when you think about 18,000 and our population for greater Northeast Wisconsin is quarter million mm-hmm. roughly. Um, that's a lot. Uh, so that's one aspect of it, but everything around here is pretty much purchased. Um, but it's strong seller's market. It is, uh, vicious for anybody who's trying to get a first time home. Um, it is incredibly competitive and just like anything, it just gets, uh, there's a bottleneck uh, for the people that were able to take advantage of the market three or four years ago and then refinance for a great interest rate. And now they're like, well, Hey, I don't know if I want to go through and sell my home at a 2.5% interest rate and jump up to 6.5 and then increase the value of the home and do everything else. But the market is still moving. Um, Clients are still needing to buy, sell, and invest in the area. But it is definitely on the chaotic side. The only difference is that it's all focused on the residential. Uh, Again, the lease side, at least for myself personally, I know there are some uh, property management and leasing companies but they are next to non-existent. Just the affordability of where the rentals are coming in at and where it's matching the market. I mean, we were just voted the uh, best city in America to, to live in here in 2023 for, for the U.S. News and World Report. So we've got great schools. We've got a relatively low crime. We've got four seasons, albeit summer is about two weeks. Construction is about six months. Winter is about four months. And then we have a little bit of a wet spring. Wait, your winter is um, only four months long? That's it? I know, right? No. It, it, well, you probably get in about November and it'll end by about April. It'll start melting. Okay. So, so I mean, that's four not, to five months. So you guys start a little bit earlier than us, but that's because lately it's been getting colder. Earlier. Later. No, yeah. because yeah. we had that snow. Remember we had that snowstorm on Halloween Maybe oh, yeah. right before we met. So it was out 2013. Yeah. And then we've been warm. 12. We met. 12. So the 12. So I got, so it was Halloween for 12, whatever it was. But lately it's been in the 50s going through Christmas. Like when we, when we hosted the Super Bowl here, the, the, the Super Bowl, I think, was like 50 something degrees, like 50, like the high 50s, low 60s when we hosted the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Um, and that's when, um, I think Peyton won it when Peyton won won his Super Bowl with Indianapolis, but it, that is crazy. So, what is the medium uh, price for the properties out there by you? Uh, say that one more time. What's the medium price for like an uh, for like say a three hundred thousand three hundred? Well, for last month it was about three fourteen, three ten, three fourteen. Um, oh, but wow. on average, it's around that, just barely above three hundred. Wow. We just had um, Sean Morrison on 
from Beverly Hills, right, Nikki? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about how, like, in his area, well, he's obviously in what nine one two zero, completely different market to you and I. And he was talking about how, like, a million dollar property is a rehab property, or like, you know, from the studs up, yeah. or like completely, it's insane. It pretty much yeah. our our market I, here. I was that fascinates me. Once I started talking about that to other agents and brokers elsewhere in the U.S. I mean, even out east toward the two of you, it is, the markets are so different mm-hmm. um, that 300000 when I always like seeing when you when you share a home and you've got friends or family elsewhere in the U.S. and they go, oh my gosh, that would be however many hundreds of thousand dollars more in our area yep. versus where it is. I'm like, well, either one, save more money or two, move back. What is the, uh, like the cost to build? Like what is it cost per, per square foot for like a new, new build? Ooh, man. For, well, we're seeing a lot of the newer construction. If it's got somewhat decent finishes and amenities and the lands included, which it oftentimes will be um, if it's a spec home, you're probably looking uh, 200 and, 70, 275. Yeah. Which is, it's not too far off from us because we're, about, we're, we're about 325 to 350 um, a square foot. But at the same time, you guys you guys also have like five acres where we have 100, uh, no, 50, no. 5,000 acres. The majority of our stuff is 0. 0.25, 0. 0.24 acres. Okay. Uh, oh a lot of, we have a lot of, we're in a transition and a growth spurt right now where we've had. I mean, the greater Green Bay, Wisconsin area, Northeast Wisconsin, has really been a lot of smaller, like turn of the 19th century towns and cities that have slowly merged together and has stayed that way for the last, uh, up until the 1960s or so, 1960s, 1970s, and then it really started growing. So we started to have a few more suburbs popping up and popping up. But the difference is, again, the lower, the low cost of living, the strong school districts, the lower crime rate, the overall affordability of the area. People have been relocating to this area. Um, it's also how ni- it's also how nice you guys are too. You guys are super nice out there. We yeah. we apologize just for the fact that we had to apologize. Yeah. So <laughs> I um so I, I shared this on a podcast. I forgot who was on the podcast. Oh, well, it was with Justin um Justin Bruce in Columbus. Yeah. And oh yeah. So yeah, we hire. We really support our um, KWSE. Um, like we do. Like you know what it is because I think family. we we have one of the best groups of individuals. But not only that, Absolutely. our our podcast is mainly about real estate and sports. Yeah. So, so who is it? Who is better to talk sports and real estate with um, than our sports and entertainment? One hundred percent. But um, so you know, going to like. You know the the you know the story I was saying is so I was pretty much hired for St. Paul FD, right? Uh, but I just had cold feet. I never never went. I was twenty three years old. Which crazy is I could have I've been I'm only a couple of years away from that retirement oh, wow. if I if I ended up taking that job. You could have gone. So uh, the the day I went for my Britain test, I drove out there. So I drove and. Um, you know, I drove out there. I, I stopped in Indiana on the way out, and then uh, on the way home, I spent a whole day in Wisconsin. And I ended up spending the night there. I went to a cheese farm. 
a cheese university, cheese oh, factory. And one thing I learned in, was, in Wisconsin, in order to make cheese, you need to be in a generation, a generational cheese making family. This blew my mind. Or you need a yeah. degree in cheese making. Like that's how serious wow. they take their cheese. Wow. Like it's no fucking joke. Their cheese curds are yeah. amazing, though. Look, their cheese curds. Yeah. So, I always agree when you talk about cheese curds. The people they go cheese what? And I go, you yeah. know, the things that when you chew them they squeak, and they go, why yeah. is it squeaking? Yeah. It should not be squeaking. Food should not be talking back. Yeah. But they're fucking awesome. Fried cheese curds. Oh my god. But the thing is, if you think about it, amazing. They they're taking a step. They just removed the step. They didn't take yep. the cheese curd, melt it to make a stick to put in the bread. They just took the cheese yep. curd, put in bread, and cooked it. So mm. they, they yep. removed the step, which is smart, you know? True. Well, that, that's what you're going through in cooking them. If you have them fresh, that's when, they're, that's when they are truly the best. Really? Is when you get them fresh, and then they're not battered, they're not fried, they're not anything. You just go pick them up. We have them for sale in uh, our grocery stores, delis, every gas stations. We'll have them where people will drop them off on the daily. It's the best thing ever. But you take those. They're small, a little orange or white cheese curds, and you chew those, and those are the ones that when they squeak, you know they're fresh. So, I'm so tell for you, anybody that's listening, if you ever have a cheese curd and you bite it and it squeaks, you're eating it right. If it don't talk back to you, it's not fresh. Now, if you, so there's other things you don't know. If you, okay. if you see yellow cheese, uh-huh. it's because they threw dye in it. Cheese is not naturally yellow. Well, I knew that. White because it's milk. I kind of so, knew that. And then, so, and then these cheese universities, they try to invent cheese. They make mm. new cheese. So when I went there, I had, I went, I went to this used cheese university and I had the cheese that won the contest for that year for that university. And they injected wine into it as it was like, like, uh, you know, aging. So it, yeah, it was just, so anyway, so I spent the whole day there. I, was looking for an intersection and I pretty much almost, I ran a red light and I almost T-boned this lady where she beeped at me. Okay. Okay. She beeped at me, but she was also kind of making the turn with me. So Uh I kind of more or less, I would have sideswiped her, but nonetheless, I would completely been in the wrong. So she beeped at me at the traffic light. She starts, like she was right next to me. She rolls down her window. So I'm here. I am. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I'm ready to get all like all ready to go. And she's like, I'm so sorry for beeping my horn at you. Are you okay? And I'm like, yo, lady, I almost fucked up your car. Like, (laughs) and you're apologizing to me? Wow. Like, what? I went to a gas station that same day. And me and some other guy were like kind of speed walking to the front door. And here in Jersey, we don't don't pump gas. We're the only state in the United States. Which is like the best thing ever. We don't pump gas. So I had to get out of the car. Go inside to pay for the gas to go back to the pumps and all that. Like, so the guy, me, this guy, was speed walking to the door. And I'm like, no, fuck this, man! Look at how long that line is. I don't want to be wait, wait more longer. The guy beat me to the door, just so he can hold it open for me. You know how stupid I felt. You know, I felt that it stupid. Is one of the most Midwest and Wisconsin things where it is, it's kind of a running joke where you go to some place, whether it's a grocery store gas station, anything that has one of those doors to open. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is walking behind you, you see how long you can hold it open. And they'll always do this little like scoot jog power walk to try and like <laughs> hurry up, even though they aren't yeah. really moving much quicker. Yeah. And then they, oh, oh, thank you. And again, it's just one of those where how long are you going to hold it before it gets awkward? And realistically here in Wisconsin, it's going to be a while. You know, <laughs> one thing that surprises me is how close you guys are, you know, how close you are to Minnesota and the Canadian border. 
but you don't really have that north kind of that accent. Yeah, you don't have that Minnesota. Oh, we we do depending on the words. We very much do depending on the words. Anytime you want to speak to somebody, and you here's 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 a little test for you. When you're speaking with somebody mm-hmm. and you're wondering if they're from the Midwest, you ask them to say the word bag. That's one. Anything with the with the short a, bag, bagel, anything like that. It's usually wait, 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 wait. I just heard it. I go heard on, it. go away. Bagel. You said bagel? Or... <laughs> he said bagel. Don't say bagel again, bro. <laughs> so they said bagel. Bagel. Yeah, but you'll hear some people say bagel, whereas yeah. the a ah sound, you'll have that. Can you'll I have get... anything with a long O. They sound like Canadians, so, eh? Let me get a Taylor, yep. egg, Taylor <laughs> egg, ham, and cheese on a bagel. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm getting, do you want egg, egg and cheese bagel? And like, you start, you have to learn <laughs> some of it. You've got the long O's. But here's where you can truly tell if somebody's from Minnesota or if they're from Wisconsin. So, one, you ask them when you were a child and you played the game duck, duck, and you would typically, from over Oh my the, God, I've heard this. It's, it's duck, duck. We say duck, duck, goose. You guys do not say duck, duck, goose. What did it say? Well, Wisconsin says duck, duck, goose. Minnesota says duck, duck, gray duck. So that's the, that's the first duck. thing. They say gray duck. Yeah, duck, duck, gray duck. You believe that it shit? Is, so gray duck is a good... <laughs> Don't ask me why. I'm from Wisconsin. It's a Minnesota thing. Oh, you're originally from Wisconsin? I'm, Wisconsin? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Wisconsin through and through. Okay. Wisconsin through and through. I, thought, so I, I, I can say it. The second part is going to be when you get together for holidays or anything else like that, and you have that one dish that has like potatoes and other things and it's baked in a, like a Pyrex container, uh-huh. you typically call it a casserole. Yeah. Um, is that what you call it? Nope, yeah, nope. they call it a hot dish. A hot, a hot, I've heard that before. Too. A hot, a hot dish. A hot dish? They call it a hot dish. Because oh, maybe it's hot. <laughs> As it should be. But at it, the same time, that's, that's a very easy way to differentiate. Now, from Wisconsin, uh-huh. if you ever hear somebody say the one-word phrase, or no, E-R-N-O, or no. Or, or, is it like you? Can tell from Wisconsin. Is it like the so New York for example, for No, no. For example... So, do you want to go grab dinner or no? Oh, no. Do you want to? Uh, or no. Like, is, is this the thing you want or no? <laughs> it, 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 it's just versus saying or no. We merged it together into one word: E R N O. And I thought us. You ever hear say that? And I thought us in Jersey are lazy because we say we just say how you doing. Like we don't say how are you doing. We're like how you doing. Oh my god. You're. You're. <laughs> oh, we just make words up. It's make, cold out. It's brick. Yeah, it's like, brick out. Yo, it's fucking brick. <laughs> yo, Wisconsin is yeah, like that's, that's, that's a whole yeah. other thing. Wisconsin, you're like, yo, you coming here? Like, what the hell are you guys saying brick for? Like, yo, it's fucking or brick out. Even my kids say it. My son, he's for it, and he's like, I'm like, babe, is it cold? No, I was like, are you? Are you you're shivering. He's like, mom, it's brick. Yeah. I was like, okay, good job. Word baby. is bond. The like, Gigi was like, word is bond. <laughs> like. Our kids are That's just, our kids are just, we, we F them up with the language, man. It's just gone. Like, my daughter just, like, she, she introduces herself she as. She calls him bro, because she calls yeah, everybody, yeah, well, everybody bro. She we, calls me bro, too, because yeah. it's just something I say. I believe the phrase is, I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, because we're all dudes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're, we're saying bro, because, but, like, my daughter's like, yo, bro, can you stop? Like, Sasha and I, we do, we, like, we don't fight. Like, you know, we, every married really couple funny. argues. And we like, argue. Like, but like, 
we talk loud. Like she's turning daddy, I'm Italian. We talk loud. Oh my god! And my daughter's like, "Can you guys stop fighting?" And yeah, Sasha's. Yeah, we're just talking about a topic about a podcast or something. Exactly. Like just and we're just something. talking loud. And we're just talking, like just talking in general. So. Am I shaking my hand right now as I'm talking? That's how you know. <laughs> so she she's in the car. She goes, "Yo, bro, can you guys stop yelling?" Yeah. And I'm like. First of all, you don't blow me. Stop fighting, like, and I'm like, what, bro? We're not fighting. When you and your brother talk, you guys are talking to each other. You guys talk loud too, and we're constantly telling them, yeah. stop yelling. And she's like, I'm like yelling. Yeah. So and, and she's and she was like, bro. I'm like, yo, don't bro me. Like, don't bro me. But we also have, we also have, like, I learned English, right? Um, English wasn't really my first language, so I learned English, and English is one of the hardest languages to learn because. It's the similar, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, oh, it's the world's worst language. If it was Latin-based, it would be a lot easier because really? a word wouldn't be like the same word being like eight different things and different meanings and, and different spellings. Yeah. So I just lost my train of thought of what I, know. What I was going through. We were just, just talking about right, everything is month, you, as day, month, year, and as 24-hour time clock, I'd be a far happier person. <laughs> no, I, I, hold on. I, that's how I keep my phone. I keep it on the 24-hour. And I'm glad you didn't say military time because military time, what people think it is, military time is a time that's considered Zulu time. It's one time that they use worldwide. Zulu time, right? If I'm, and I could be wrong. Um, tw- the, tw- the 24-hour clock is what people consider the military time, but no, it's not. But I also, I worked at a police station for several years. And, you know, if it wasn't for the 24-hour clock, I would never know what time it would be because I would work overnights. I was always, you know, my apartment was always blacked out. So I would never know, uh, you know, I would never know, um, you know, all, you know, all that. But it, it's just, it's just wild how similar our markets are as far as real estate. But how different it is in real estate and how different we are as far as culture-wise between the Midwest, North Midwest. And hold on, you guys have the Northern Lights, huh? Yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. That's one thing I would love to see is the Northern Lights. That That is just one thing that I just, I'm jealous and I, I, I want to look forward to seeing. But what I was saying is, what I've just remembered is we use the word fuck for everything. <laughs> so yeah, <we> do. <laughs> fuck could be used 20 different ways. It can also be very endearing. It could be very endearing. Sasha. If we couple it with fucking bitch, then Sasha, I, you know I really love Sasha, you. Sasha, I fucking love you. <laughs> I fucking love you, but, bro. But Alex, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, we have to emphasize on everything else that comes But after. if I'm mad at you, like, yo, are you fucking... Are you fucking stupid or what? Like, are you fucking I for real? I personally like unit of measurement a fuck ton. A fuck ton. <laughs> fuck ton, yeah. Yep. So when I went to fire school, right, they, they, so they told us what a shitload is. <laughs> right? So how they much asked, is a shitload? 20, how many tons? 20, no, shitload is 26. 20. 26 is a shitload. So <laughs> there was a incident um, on the Hudson, like along the Hudson River in Hudson County. Uh-huh. And the fire chief ended up calling... 26 different apparatuses uh-huh. and at the end of the day he said it was a shit ton and they counted up it was 26 so in fire school <laughs> we learned a shit ton is 26 uh, yeah. that is amazing only in fucking I'm going to use that as a term of measurement anytime I go through and write a contract for a client to be like yes yeah. I would like to offer you a shit ton thousand yeah. Yeah. you know exactly. we tell we, t- we, we tell the uh, you know when we get an offer come in and it's just not ideal we, 
we like, yo, listen, you got to tell your clients to sharpen that pencil. <laughs> <laughs> sharpen it That's up a little bit. That's the best life ever. Because God knows the last time we all used pencils. So I'm like, you know, like, <laughs> I use, I'm very, um, I'm very um, used to using different analogies for everything in life. I, I just, I'm, I'm an analogy using person. Um, you know, I, I love You're using. You're just providing color. You know, like, it's just easy for me to use different analogies. Um, no, I just saw someone carrying a chair, and I was going to take a picture. Oh, the podcast. I mean, the uh, camera just shut off. Give me. So, you know, as, as we start to kind of wind down on the episode, because this episode has been. This episode was amazing. You know, and, and, uh, you're too kind. and the thing is, we never know what to expect. True. When it's over the phone. Um, the, hold on, you know, let me just put the, the camera back on before. Tap on. What's going on? But more than ever, the conversation usually flows and really just um, wherever it goes, we take it pretty much, and we just conversate. As, as and, you should, don't don't fight the wind. Exactly, yeah, and and that's why we like that's why we don't script it. You know, that's the reason why we think it's appropriate to keep it the way it is, um, because respectfully, it's just so much better. Oh, the it really is, and you get to see everyone, all the guests we have on, and everything. You get to see like their true personality. They let loose. They talk to us. Absolutely. We have full on like friendship conversations, you know. And then you know what? We're we're all about. We're all in the business of um, relationship building mm-hmm. and networking. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if we can grow, um, help our family in different areas, why not? Right. Absolutely. Now let me ask you a question. What, what is something that you guys are working on right now that you want to, you know, kind of throw out there? Highlight. So, yeah, so we can let our listeners know. Because what's crazy is we have a listening platform in Wisconsin. Like, our number two most listened to destination in the United States is Miami. Wisconsin is in the top ten. Really? Interesting. We're also international. That is, we, we also have listeners in the, um, in the United Kingdom. We have listeners. Do you have anybody in Trinidad? No, not in Trinidad. Yeah, but my family needs to get on. We me. have like, um, like for instance, just imagine that there's somebody out of the country right now who's learning English by listening to your podcast. Right? Oh my god, they're gonna and fail. now they're gonna understand what the shit ton is. Exactly, they're, they're gonna fail. There's this little girl from the UK. She learned how to speak English like the English way from Miss Rachel. I don't know if you're familiar with Miss Rachel, but she's like a little, she's uh, like blippy. Yep. So she like helps, like she does like kid um videos and things like that, and like helping kids learn how to read. Who's this, Miss Rachel? Miss Rachel, like she's exactly like Blippi, and oh. the little girl has an American accent. Meanwhile, her parents has like the UK, the British accent. Like British, yeah, they're yep. like I have, I have heard of that. <laughs> they were on BBC, and they're like their daughter is like, "Hi, how are you? Um, it's been really great talking to you." We're gonna go. We're gonna head out now. Meanwhile, they're like, we we have no idea where our daughter's gotten this from. She just watches <laughs> Miss Rachel, and now all of a sudden she's American, eh? Like, what's going on? Like, I was dying. I was like, this is this is literally that like, is this is amazing. I'm I'm sure they're not taking English notes from me. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> no, I, they're taking it definitely from Miss Rachel. I couldn't pronounce Marconi, and that's the reason why I was just quiet just I now. I got it. Because I said Marconi. Yeah, so I was practicing. Well, I, that's why I was quiet. I was practicing Marconi <laughs> in my head to make sure. You should have just thought about macaroni. Sash, but how many, how many, or macaroni. Macaroni. I mean, how many things can I not pronounce here? Oh my God. Like pronounce the word pronounce, pronounce, pronounce it. He, I'm like his insert. Like, you know, when you can't pronounce a word. What, um, no, please he, not. 
there's there's one irrelevant. One of the words he can't yeah, pronounce. I can't say that. Whenever he tries, to, I'm like, bro, just come up with a, just use another word that means the exact same thing. And in the English and language, there's them. so many of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm and good. instead, he insists on using no, them, and he look at me, and he's like, "Sasha, insert." That's yeah. how you learn. That's <laughs> how you learn. <laughs> and, and it's the things because I I do a lot of um, I do a lot of like uh. He teaches uh, a social media. Yeah, class. I teach so social like, media class. I do a lot of stuff. That that was um. Who was that? That's uh, the school district. Do my school. No. Yeah. Was it thing? Yeah, you may want to take that. Oh, yeah, now it's too late. You just hung up. Yeah, I did. I just. It is what it is. Um. But the. Uh, the thing is, like, I do a lot of, like, panels, right? And, but the thing is, for me, I'm, I'm a human. And I like to I like to emphasize a lot of my fuck-ups just to show that, like, I'm imperfect. To have people laugh at him. So, like, yeah. you know, and it also, it also, yeah, it also, like, I can, see, I can see the attention if I, you know, if people, like, looking at it. And then I'll purposely make mistakes on my social media, on my captions. I'll make a mistake or spelling a word wrong. Just so I can get that engagement on there too. So you want the engagement. So like, like I, you know, like I, I, I applaud my 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 fuck ups anyway. So, but um, you know, with the final thoughts, you know, let us know what is there something that you're working on out there in uh, in, in Wisconsin? Do you have a big project coming along? Do you have something that you you're featuring? Talk to us. Oh man, I mean, in terms of Wisconsin as a whole, we're we're five million people. So yes, but here in Northeast Wisconsin, the, the couple biggest things that we're working on is we're getting prepped for the 2025 NFL draft. Yeah, I know, so that is crazy. something that is going to be absolutely ridiculous because they're expecting close to a hundred thousand visitors each day for the three day period. Um, and again, green Bay, we're 107,000 people. Um, we're literally going to be doubling our population every single one of those days for people that are coming in. So that is something that is, we've been pushing for this for, Close to a decade, I think we started in 2016, really pushing for it. Um, so the fact that that's going to be coming to fruition is going to be fantastic because we're going to start to see a lot of development here in Northeast Wisconsin, which is going to be exciting. And I'm incredibly ecstatic to be able to show off uh, what we have and who we are, because I think a lot of people don't necessarily, rem I don't want to say remember, but understand what it's like to be the world's biggest small town. Mm -hmm. So in, in, when I say it that way, I'm 100% serious. I've been, I've lived in bigger cities. I lived in Denver for fire. And I remember the power, the seven levels, the, what is it? The seven levels of Kevin Bacon. It's the same way when it comes to uh, Green Bay. I was in Denver, downtown Denver, at a Packers bar, at a Wisconsin bar, I should say. And we were celebrating with uh, my wife and I, um, and we were out with people and somebody had mentioned Pulaski, which is a small suburb in and around Green Bay, mm -hmm. 15 minutes away. And I, my ears perked up and I started talking and I talked to the, the group of guys for a few moments. And like we all introduced ourselves. And the last guy uh, was actually the little brother of someone I grew up playing soccer with. Wow. Here we are, a random Thursday night in Denver, downtown Denver. But just the fact that we have those connections. So I'm excited to show that to more people. Um, and then myself personally, it's just constantly learning, growing, and having an incredible year. I know it's been difficult for a lot of people, um, and I'm looking forward to continuing to weather the storm and finding a way to serve at a higher level for more people outside of just clients, but having conversations with like this and just getting out there more. So, yeah, I've got a lot of – we've got a lot of fun things happening. One thing that I'm waiting for, and I, I hope I see it in my lifetime, is Lambeau Field hosting a Super Bowl? 
Like I really want to see that. Really. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But I want to see it. Happen. I want to see it though. I mean, I want to see it too. Uh, we've got contingency plans given the NFL draft and the timing of it. It's going to be the exact same thing where they've got contingencies for if it snows. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, as much as we would love it for the Super Bowl, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, no, it's, it sucks. I mean, why would it not happen? Because it's too cold. Oh, the, I mean, yeah. the Indianapolis had Super Bowls in the in the snow, uh-huh. but it's a dome. Mm. You know, and you know, a lot of the dome, all the dome stadiums get one, right? The Giants, after Mara died, the NFL let the Giants get one at Giant Stadium when it was when they just built the. This Giants, uh, uh-huh. what do they call it, MetLife Stadium? Yeah. <laughs> Us Giants fans, we just call it Giants Stadium. But, um, you know, we share it with the uh, the Jets. So it's technically yep. the... It's a Giants Stadium. It's Giants Stadium. <laughs> I mean, if you ask a Jets fan, it's Giants Stadium. They know it. Um, but, and so if you look at the Super Bowl logo, you know, they kind of made it look wintry, like kind of that, that steel look, the ice look. Uh-huh. But it was very warm. That was the closest the NFL ever had to a cold weather place hosting the Super Bowl. And yeah. Well, there are so many other events that take place in and around the Super Bowl, not from media day, but yeah. from all of the other experiences that they built around it. Um, and that's just something that, given the, the weather, I don't think we'd be able to accommodate uh, terribly well. However, if you were to search for Titletown District uh, online, you can see some of the projects that the uh, City of Green Bay and the Green Bay Packer organization have been building out to have a true 365-day-a-year uh, um, experience, mm-hmm. both in the stadium and outside the stadium, and a lot of it is available for public use. And the fact that you've just got houses right across the street from Lambeau Field uh, is going to be it's going to be fun. 2025 is going to be a good time. Bro, we're looking forward to it, man. Um, so with that, you know, if you have any final thoughts and, uh, we'll say goodbye. Oh, this was amazing. I'm kind of sad. You two are amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not. You were not. No, 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 no. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This this is one of those where this is, this is something I'm still learning to practice. When someone gives you the compliment, you just say thank you. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's it is so hard because when we ask for final thoughts, we're just asking for for you to kind of just broadcast more about you. Just plug and, yourself in, and and, it, and, it, and it's something that it's become a trend. What and, areas you deal with, things like that. You know, yeah, you, know, you know, yeah. So if you can, you know, do you have any active listings right now or anything coming soon? Yeah, you know what, I've got uh, my first luxury listing that is going through and Woo-hoo. coming to the market here. Week, so that'll be fun. I'll be excited to showcase that nice. here to not only Northeast Wisconsin, but uh, for all the folks that I know elsewhere in the world, including the Northeast. Um, aside from that, though, I, anybody can connect with me online, Alex Young Realtor or the Bowtie Group. I serve Greater Northeast Wisconsin. So if you search Green Bay and anything within an hour, uh, it's something that I'm able to help out with. And if not, just like anything else, I can go through and connect you with people that I would trust because. While we are the world's biggest small town, I want to make sure that folks get served the way that they do by family, um, at least the family members that like you. And that's something <laughs> that I do. And if I can't do it, I know people that can. So, so I appreciate you all having me on and allowing me a chance to, to share this moment with you. I appreciate it. No, you're very welcome. So if you're listening to this and you're in Wisconsin and you're in the area, Alex is your go-to guy. Connect with I, your fellow chief. I would trust him with my own family. The guy is a genuine, hardworking realtor. 
He doesn't sugarcoat stuff. He won't tell you what you want to hear. He'll tell you what it is. He's as northeast as northeast gets in the Midwest. So, you know, he's just a genuine guy. So if you're listening to this, you need a realtor, either to sell, buy, or even that real chance of renting. Don't hesitate. You're going to call Alex on his phone number, which is... 920-471-4686. You heard it. So, Sage, what do you got? Oh, as usual, guys, if you're looking to become a realtor, if you're looking to invest, do anything, anywhere, you know I can help you. I'll connect you with people like Alex, people like Justin, people like uh, Jason, all the people in our network and some that you haven't heard of, um, everyone we trust, even with preferred lenders and different things that you need help with. Um, guys, like I've said many, many a times, just do it. It doesn't matter if you're trying to succeed in your career, personally, as a mom, as a dad. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. Some people just think and you you marinate in the decision of, like, should I do it? I'm here to tell you today, just do it. Yep. Because the one, all I do, I'm fighting. Oh, look at that. I didn't get the Sasha button. No, you got the applause. I'm fighting against me, right? That's who I'm competing with is myself. And I'm doing 1% better every day for me. And I'm looking back at the me from five years ago that dealt with postpartum. And look at me today, guys. And I'm here to tell you, just do it. And the rest, just put your faith in whatever you believe in. And the sky's the limit. With that being said, guys, you can find us on every major podcast, Apple, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Spotify, Pandora. And, and I'll tell you this, Pandora has been our best Fire. Um, stream of people listening to us. It's been Absolutely. Pandora and Apple. We're international. You know, we Literally are heard. anywhere you get your podcast, guys. We, Big platform. And I'll tell you this, platforms. for the people in Miami, you're going to have a special guest coming soon in Carlos. Oh. So we're going to be reaching out to Ooh. you. So you guys going to be listening to, you know, just your hometown. LA, we have another, you know, another host in LA and South uh, Southern. I'm sorry, Southern okay. Cal. So for the people in LA, that LA market, listen, we know you're listening. So we want to bring people right to you and your own market as well. With that and being thank said, thank you so much for your support, everyone. Yes, no they, matter where you're listening from, thank you so much for your support. This is episode number 25 that we recorded. We have gone live as of this week with nine, and. Woo-hoo. The amount of love that this podcast has been getting is just phenomenal. And one thing that people are asking me, including my wife, is how come I'm not using my social media to promote this? And I'm doing it on purpose because I want to build this organically like I built our social media page. And it's growing like you wouldn't believe. Um, Yeah, it's growing like... um, the Canadian wildfires. <laughs> and when us climb oh, break. <laughs> yeah, so so it's uh without the air quality. Without the cra- yeah. Well, you know what you may have Obviously. you have the explicit <laughs> language warning instead. <laughs> but <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for Guys, joining us. Don't forget to check out our, um our behind the scenes and all our footage from the podcast on YouTube as well, The Name yep. of Sellers. Yes, that's right. So guys, with that being said, thank you so much. God bless Alex. you all. And Alex, thank you. hang on. We'll say goodbye to you off the air. And with that being said, God bless and goodbye. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. 